This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your ideas as we like, but only one of these film ideas will be taken on to the next stage where it will get to spend the next week in isolation with me. And as I've just been discussing with John, I've perfected a pretty good tomato sauce dish, so you're in for a treat. Very tomato lucky. sauce dish sounds like I'm just putting ketchup on a plate. Yeah, and yeah. There's, there's some truth in that. Uh, I'm Joel, a man who puts the erection in resurrection this Easter weekend. And across from me is John Harris, a man who very appropriately for the weekend now resembles an Easter egg having shaved his head bald. Hello, John. I've still got the beard, so it's like in a nest. It's a, it's it's an a egg little in a nest. nest. <laughs> it's in a little nest. Easter eggs don't have uh, sweets in the middle anymore, do they? Is that a health and the... safety thing? That is... <laughs> yeah, maybe, because they were in little plastic packets. Yeah, I mean, I always remember when you'd get sweets in the middle of an egg as a kid, you would be slightly disappointed about the plastic package. You were hoping it would crack open and just Smarties would just fall out. Yeah, of course. That's what everyone dreams of. And the first time I imagine any kid sees an Easter egg, that's, they imagine it's solid, right? Oh, or, yeah. Easter eggs are quite disappointing, really. Yeah, I would say, broadly speaking... It, quite bad. Generally, not great chocolate. Yep. Nothing in the middle anymore. Mm. Not solid. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to like, you know, tempt fate or anything like this, but if I was going to miss a big Christian holiday as a result of isolation, much, mm-hmm. much rather Easter over Christmas. Oh, big t- I mean, no one's picking Easter as their favourite Christian holiday. That's absolutely <laughs> no one. <laughs> I'd have to say Easter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the hunts. I love going on an egg hunt. There's just not enough hunting at Christmas. Hey, John, we're not here to talk about Easter. No. There's other people doing that, I assume, on yeah. other big... <laughs> christian religious podcast um we're here to pitch some films would you like one from me yes please this is from alfie trolls world tour a group of right-wing hate mongers stoke up global political tensions soundtrack by justin timberlake oh great i'm glad to hear he's getting work still it's got the same it's got the same poppy sensibilities and bright color palette but it's mostly about trolls yeah you know QAnon, 
the other ones. The guys, the reply guys, you know, all the trolls. What are the reply guys? What's this? You know, just like guys that reply to tweets. <laughs> Fine. You, they, heard, you must have heard of reply guys. Are those the people that like, if, if a celebrity tweets, there's always like the same three people at the top replies because they just get in first? It's not, well, it's normally like gross men. Mm. I, why do I know about this? It's probably a reply all episode, truth be told. But yeah, no, I, I'm mm. vaguely aware of reply guys as a concept. So they go around the world. So in in trolls, they Don't know, mate. trolls were weren't a big part of my childhood. Well, and uh, the comedian Beck Hills put up a like a YouTube kind of uh, documentary kind of uh, uh, what do you call them like a video essay about the fact that the trolls that you see now don't mm-hmm. resemble because the trolls that that I remember as a kid are like really ugly, weird looking things. Whereas the trolls yeah. in the films are like, they're like cute faced, bright pink or bright blue. Whereas the trolls as a kid, a lot of them, the skin tone of the thing was like white skin. It was peach. And then the hair yeah. was colorful, but there was now they're like this weird thing. Yeah. that doesn't re- resemble at all what, and um, Beck Hill did a video essay to, um, getting to the bottom of who owns the copyright of trolls and why they look like this now. Ah. That's the kind of thing we do nowadays. I'm into that. I'm going to watch that. That uh, sounds really good. Um, but yeah, it, I think in the films, the premise, based on the fact that I've seen the trailer for the second one, uh, <laughs> the the premise is that they're like genre-based. They're like villages of trolls and they're musically genre-based. So you'd have like a country village, a hip-hop, like tr- hip hop troupe of trolls, like they they kind of ah. they segregate based on genre, and yeah, and the second one, obviously, the villain is a rock troll because you know that's the what that's what they do. And I saw this uh, tweet from from a from a from a from someone I know who I respect very much, but he mm-hmm, did a tweet mm-hmm. kind of a little bit about the fact that he thinks that he hates the way that rock is portrayed as evil in all of media. Yeah, um, but the problem is. Rock is, you know, metal is based on the devil and 666 and the devil's... We've made that rock for our own back. Yeah, there's not a more... No, there's no other music that's more evil, is there? No. (laughs) If you had to to pick one, you go and rock every time. Yeah, and I guess that's purely metal, whereas you could say like psychedelic rock or kind of uh, indie and all that stuff. They're not really taking... No, they're all devil worshippers, mate. Um, Even if they don't, even if they don't sing about it. Just play play a few of those Beatles songs backwards, mate, and you'll you'll see. So what we're saying is they come out of their parents' basements and they take to yes. the streets, but they yeah. haven't realised that everyone else is isolating because they. But they're all they're like all different conspiracy theory fanboys, right. and so it's like a battle of which one's the best. In the same way that Trolls World Tour, I assume, pits all of these musical genres against each other, and I imagine at the end of Trolls they re- discover that all music's valid and at the end of this we'll learn that all conspiracy <laughs> theories are equally valid mm, very nice and worthy i would like i'd like a real i think the thing is what we've got here we go because because right now it's not a likable film we're not enjoying this film at all so what we have is our protagonist is one of the more is one of the, the more like low stakes conspiracy theories mm. so not this 5g kind of stuff not not 9-11 was faked, not kind of Obama was born in Africa. We're talking flat earther. He's a flat earther, right? Yeah, they're lovable. They're such lovable guys, the flat earthers. So, and that's who we follow. And, and somehow the underdog of the flat earthers wins out over all of Perfect. the genuinely horrible, evil, toxic trolls. Perfect. Perfect. 
Uh, what about have this? Have you seen that amazing documentary about flat earthers? I have. It's wonderful. It's really. Yeah. Um, I think it's on Netflix. So if you've got an hour and a half to spare, which I think we all do, <laughs> who uh, who hasn't? <laughs> um, yeah, check it out. Uh, what about this one from Lizzie? The invisible can. A woman gets terrorized by a discarded Fanta can she didn't recycle. Good. I thought it was going to be a toilet and just someone trying to wee into an invisible toilet. Let's 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 go down your route in a second because I think there's something in that. Let's we'll we'll, we'll put that one on hold. Mm-hmm. I think the interesting thing that Lizzie's done with this is uh, the the Invisible Man. There's a social commentary element, right? Mm-hmm. Of the yep. the remake, it's um, it's about believing people and uh, particularly abuse within relationships. And this is a different type of social commentary. Uh, it's about guilt. But it's also about oh. recycling. I think there's there's a lot to yeah, be said. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That is good. I'm into that. I'm trying to think how how does a can terrorize? Is it like in the middle well, of the night she hears like a That's good, that's good. I think <laughs> I think even if it if it just kept appearing, you know how like Russian spies used to just go into people's houses and move like one thing to slowly drive them insane. Did they? If a if you threw away a Fanta can and then it appeared constantly in different parts of your house you'd eventually completely lose the plot right yeah and so she's telling people and they're thinking your relationship she's... would break down because you'd blame it on each other yeah that's good i like well, i think that. i think one fantacan could actually be quite damaging yeah because imagine imagine if you just you know you woke up in the morning and you walked into your living room and it was just a can which is in the middle of the floor <laughs> you'd be quite annoyed about it wouldn't you <laughs> you probably wouldn't say anything the first time and then the next day if you came in and a can was there again an empty fanta can <laughs> you, you again you might say what's, what's this can doing here but if like after three or four days every day there was a discarded fanta can you'd start there'd be a resentment building i think so are we saying this invisible can like it's she picks it up, puts it in the bin, and then the next day it's back in the living room. She doesn't go to pick it yeah. up and it disappears. Oh, okay. So she, so we actually have no evidence that this can is invisible. <laughs> it's a perfectly uh, visible can. Yeah, it is, because it's moving around. No, it's moving around. Well, how does it get there? <laughs> I think the part, in the end, it turns out it was just the partner driving the other partner insane. <laughs> the partner's just really lazy. Loves Fanta. <laughs> oh, so it's a different can each time. And our protagonist has got it in their head. That it's the same yeah. can every time, but it's actually yep. just he just bef- he just went and bought a seventy two pack. Well, stock up. <laughs> stock uh, up. What about this one from Stu, friend of the show? Unopened gems. It's uncut gems, but with Al from Al's Toy Barn in Toy Story Two as the main character. It's not a pun. It's just an idea I'm endlessly interested in. Endlessly interested in. <laughs> We've is got. It, I mean, this is goatee based, right? <laughs> This is because Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems and Al from Al's Toy Barn have got a goatee. There's no other reason for this to exist. No, they're both like collectors and making money yeah, out of yeah. collectibles of sorts. So I, th- I think there's some there's some truth in it. The thing that I thought was quite interesting that, look, I don't want to discredit Stu, but I don't think, I feel like he's gone with the, it's Uncut Gems with Al, which is fine. But is he trading toys and do the toys come to life when he's not in the room still? Uh, I think, and bear with me on this because it's going to be pretty horrible. I think he's gouging out the toys' eyes and putting in gems to smuggle them, and the toys are coming to life with gouged out eyes and screaming in pain. <laughs> <laughs> so Al's just there. He's got a rack of toys, yeah, and all, and all these gems that he needs to get across the border, yeah, yeah. Um, and he just carves out 
every one of their eyes and shoves these gemstones in there. And then he leaves the room and they just all start screaming and screaming and screaming. <laughs> but the whole film plays out. The whole putting a bet on some sports all of that happens mm-hmm. um and it's just as the credits go you just he just turns off the lights in the room and you just hear <laughs> screaming for the whole <laughs> credits <laughs> they haven't yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> loads of ashen faced people just walking out of the cinema <laughs> pg <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um hey what about this from martin so martin just says bird box was all about sight a quiet place is all about sound. You can't make a sound. Yep. What about one for taste? <laughs> so, wait. You can't taste the baddies. <laughs> if you taste them, they'll find you. How are these baddies getting into your mouth out of interest? <laughs> well, that's a good question. And Martin's not elaborated. But I imagine they leave, like, Fanta cans lying around. <laughs> and you have a little sip. Uh, and then the can, t- the can turns into a big monster and it gouges out your eyes and puts gemstones in there. No, I think they're like releasing pheromones into the air. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I all like the that. time. And they're in the atmosphere and you've just got to tr- not catch it on your tongue. Could it be... Uh, well, this is getting into like fog territory though. Could it be like a coloured... The film's called Bitter. Bitter. I like it. They, t- I... they taste really bitter. So it's just in the air. So it's quite, it's quite hard to bring tension out of because... People just live in their normal lives and then they just suddenly look shocked. Yes. Because they've just had that taste. It's but like people just trying not to taste. I don't know how you do that. Are people just cutting out their own tongues? Because you could, to be fair, if you like breathe in through your nose and just swallow through your mouth mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, but then when you go to eat some food, well, you're, eating in. you're eating a chocolate mm-hmm. eclair and it suddenly tastes like lemon and you think, oh, he's got me. Uh, I'm a goner. <laughs> And it doesn't, for the record, it, you don't choke to death. It's not like poison. When you taste it. Yeah, a big it. monster comes to get you. <laughs> Just like the other films. <laughs> I assume they're part of some sort of sense-based monster universe. Wait, so what's the final one? Touch? Uh, smell. It's also, also smell. <laughs> smell Which is equally good. as silly. Um, well, a big monster's just farting all the time. No, you can't fart. Because the monster can only detect farts. <laughs> That's good, that. <laughs> it's quite good, isn't it? So oh, so it's the monsters fart. that yeah. smell in this world. It's the monsters yeah. have really good smell. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, <laughs> mate. That's what it is in... Isn't that what it is? Quiet place, yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. So they've just got a really good sense of smell. And as soon as you make you do a fart, they're there. So, so that's... you have to do it. So, you have to like hide it in a box or something. Yeah. I don't know. Into a little jar. <laughs> oh yeah. And then there's a sequence where like one of the kids in the family accidentally knocks over all the fart jars. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the family's on their knees retching, but they know that they need to get out of there. <laughs> um, the thing is as well, if we're doing it so that the monsters are super sensitive, rather than it being if you taste... The yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The monsters have a really good sense of taste. Yeah, Maybe it's to do with, and they can taste it in the air in general. So it's a bit like if you over-season your food. If you season your food too well, you have to eat the blandest food. And then someone puts oh. a bit of salt on it and then boom, monster Game over. Us Brits would be fine. Uh, we'd be laughing. Last <laughs> people on earth. Um, 
the other sense is touch, but it doesn't really make any sense because, it, I mean, if you just touch the monster, it's going to know you're there. <laughs> Why would you do that? If, it, if, if there was a big monster and it didn't know you were there unless you touched it, <laughs> you'd just let it be, wouldn't you? I think so. I think I would... Uh... That would be the least successful of all of the ones. <laughs> they should have opened with that one. Why did they start with a touchy place? <laughs> or maybe it's a touchy place and he's just really sensitive. You, ca- you can't be mean oh, to the monster. I like that. Oh. Right, hey, well, what up, Martin? That was really fun. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What about this one from Chris? Avengers Bell End Game. Or Bell End Game. Oh, that's a shame. So yeah, I mean, this is uh, Chris Glasson from Hardcore Listing. So uh, I mean, it's very much in his tone. The question that I have is: there's two ways we can go down this, and I'm happy to go down both routes. The first route is obviously they're just penises. Okay. And like I say, sh- obviously, I, ha- I mean, I don't think most people have thought about that. <laughs> All right. So the other the other alternative <laughs> is they're dickheads, which is a, a poor choice of words because I, what I mean is that are like they're ass they're like they're uh, bad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 99% sure that you can get Avengers dildos, so we wouldn't have to go very far to work out what they would all look like as penises. Let me just hop to the internet to check. Avengers dildos. This is my work computer. <laughs> um, sex toys inspired by the Avengers. Well, a few of them have got helmets, haven't they? Well, exactly. Oh, big green one. So there's one that's like Mjolnir, which is uh, Thor's hammer. But it's, I mean, you're mostly using the handle. (laughs) I'd hope so. Well, some people. Um, Some people. The Iron Man inspired butt plug. Very classy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And then the mm -hmm. the Hawkeye is, is is, it's an arrow. It's It's a big old arrow dildo. Now, in this universe, why would a bunch of super powered dildos, what would, what would their enemy be? The prudes. Hmm. It'd be the prudes. I don't really understand. I'm going to have to do the same Google as you, John, purely for research purposes. <laughs> Why did it autofill when you did it, John? <laughs> One of them is called the autofill, actually. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, the big green Hulk. I mean, fair play, you know. 
It yeah. was going to be a massive dildo. Although you could have gone f- a bit of fun with that one and made it a really tiny dildo. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We just don't know. And that's what all the aggression mate is making up for. <laughs> he is, yeah, he's, ma- he's toxic masculinity. He should have had yeah. a tiny dildo. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, the alternative is we do a version of Avengers where they're baddies. No, they're not baddies. They're just like bellends. They're just lazy. They just can't be arsed. They're just, uh, you know, a bit of a dickhead. They're not full-on villains. Yeah. But again, is are we just watching a film where the villain wins or do they accidentally win despite being arseholes? Um, no, I think they... I, I'd like to see them lose. Well, I, I, and to be fair, the more I the more I think about this, uh, if you haven't seen it, this isn't really a spoiler. The Boys, the TV show on Amazon Prime, is basically that con- conceit: is what if the Avengers were dickheads? So just watch uh, the Boys. Yeah, How- the Boys is great. There you go. That ba- the Boys basically is Avengers Bellend Game. What about this one from Jason? Cannon and Bull Run. Now, yes, I, I don't know much about Cannon and Bull, but I assume no. They're they're a comedy duo from like the sixties, so I assume yeah. putting them in a car based caper isn't actually going to be too difficult. This one writes itself. Yeah, I imagine that was probably pitched at, at a time. Yeah, I I don't know much about uh, the comedy duo Cannon Cannon and Ball, and I don't know much about the Cannonball Run. In 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 all honesty, what about Cannon and Ball Holocaust? Is that better? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Are they killing people? Yeah, and eating them. Interesting. Very They're a lovable sixties comedy duo. They're killing people eating their flesh, and it, that that's real. Because the thing about Cannibal Holocaust wasn't it? They they did it. As, it was like a fake documentary way before the Blair Witch Project that kind of mm-hmm, did that mm-hmm. that found footage thing. Um, and it was so convincing. Apparently that they had to go to court and prove that the actors in the film were not actually dead. <laughs> um, what about this one from Jake? Terminator Dark Fruits. Uh, <laughs> so when he turns to liquid it's just like delicious sugary cider delicious cider the thing, dark fruits i would say for my money is the best sweets comp like if you're going for like you know your, your fruit pastels or your kind of smarties and stuff in that world it's always the dark fruit flavors that are the best right nobody wants the citrus stuff you're wrong are you a citrus boy big time Oh. Go straight for the, go. Open a packet of anything sweet wise. I'm going straight for the greens. Oh, that's great. Well, we could share a packet happily. Oh, that's nice. Do you ever get upset when you go for the green and it turns out it's apple? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. I, no one likes that. I don't think. I don't mind an apple sweet, but yeah, I'm always expecting lime because you've been trained to make no green means lime. Green means lime. It's like with, <laughs> it, it's like with crisps. Walkers for some reason has got it the wrong way around when it comes to cheese and onion and salt and vinegar. Yeah, but didn't that? Didn't they change? Have they? Are we all consistent didn't they, now? Didn't they used to be? No, didn't they used to be? Uh, walkers and used they changed. So yeah. Walkers is green for salt and vinegar and blue for cheese and onion, but everyone else is the other way around. I think so. But I'm now looking to say that someone said they someone at Walkers said they never changed. This might be We this is our trolling. This is our we're this the, is it. <laughs> our conspiracy theory is that Walkers used to have it the other way around. So like, there's loads of basically, my, you know, these collective memory things. Yeah. So it looks like there's loads of people on the internet that remember Walker's crisp packets changing, but Walker's, like on their website, and a spokesperson said they've never done it. Oh, they've had to put out a statement that people are like so like. No, no, it definitely was. They've had to put out a statement. That's so great. Yeah. There you go. Well, they can't be trusted. Lineker cannot be trusted. I've always said it. 
Yep, we're moving on to our own ideas. Listen up, sheeple. <laughs> uh, mine's love, wedding, repeat, 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 repeat. Uh, so did you watch it? Uh, n- 15, 20 minutes of it. Oh, really? Is it? It's absolutely dreadful. Oh, no. It's really, really, really bad. Um, a shame. We thought we thought it might be nice to have a nice, fun little rom com to watch. Definitely. We just we just finished Succession and we're in need of some light relief. And it's got Tim Key in. Love yeah. Tim Key. It's got Ashley B in. Love Ashley B. And it's bad. It's really, 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 really bad. And that's because actually the the one thing that Netflix has done okay in in films is their rom coms. They've done some like they're not. They haven't yeah, got a great yeah. track record for films, but their rom-coms have been all right, so that's mm. a real shame. What is the film called? Love, Wedding, Repeat. And so you've done the repeat, 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 so what, are we torturing someone by making them watch it over and over again? Yeah, exactly that, yeah. Oh, or okay. maybe they have to live out a wedding, you know, infinite amount of times. So basically this guy's after the, trying to get this girl at this wedding. Yeah. Um, and maybe he just, maybe it's a bit like, what's that show called that I really loved? Russian doll. Oh right, yeah. And he has to, and you know, people find weddings quite uncomfortable and quite stressful, and he has to do it over and over and over and over again. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's it's also until he nails every bit of small talk, every dance move, doesn't get soup on his shirt, you know. Yeah, but it's a rom com, so he'll do it one time like that and think, oh yeah, I've nailed it, and then he'll wake up again at the beginning of the day, and it turns out that it's like it's like Groundhog Day that it actually he just had to be genuine. That was that was yes. how he lived the day. Lovely, lovely stuff. Netflix commission that. Yeah, it's interesting because um, to Edge of Tomorrow, the the Tom Cruise film, mm-hmm. midway through got rebranded as Live Die Repeat, where he keeps doing the same day oh, over yeah. and over again as like a military person. So maybe Tom Cruise, as a military person, <laughs> attends a wedding over and over That's again. That's good. And kills That's everyone. Good. Hey, John, uh, what's your one? This one requires you to know of of a relatively niche horror film title. It's I Spit on Your Gravy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's about warring uh, pubs making Sunday roasts. Excellent. Oh, man. What I would give. For a pub Sunday roast. Yeah. uh, No, regardless of how much spittle was in it. (laughs) Even if I could visibly see. As it's coming down. A up bit of gauze. I'd go for it. That's really horrible. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think Netflix could commission this as a lovely British comedy as well. Two warring pubs across yeah. the road from are each they, other. Yeah, of course they are. Of course. Trying uh, to outdo each other with different deals. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. they're brothers as well. I didn't mention that. Both uh, played by the same are. actor. Who is, yes. Who would be good at that? Who's a good actor who could do t- twin brothers running a pub? Danny Dyer. Danny, D- it's of course it's Danny Dyer. Danny yeah. Dyer plays Danny Dyer and Danny Dyer's brother. They both open pubs across the road from each other. They start off relatively enjoying the camaraderie of it all, and then it gets all a bit out of hand, and it ends with Danny Dyer spitting in Danny Dyer's gravy. Lovely, perfect. You're and in the end, they just they they make friends. They combine to be a mega pub that has like a walkway over the road, like at some service stations. Perfect, and it turns out, and at the end, they say. What's your name? And he goes, J.D. Weatherspoon. <laughs> one of them's James, one of them's David, and their surname's Weatherspoon. Uh, Great. Good stuff. Fuck Weatherspoons. Well done, John. Thank you. 
I hope you had a nice time. Cheers. Do we pick a winner? We never pick a winner. No, but the winner is the one about the farts that I made up. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to be thinking about that for ages. Well done, mate. Should we chat after the music? Yeah. Hey, it's the bit after the music. How are you doing? Yeah, all right. It's Big Easter Sunday. Did you manage to sneak an egg in whilst you were shopping when the popo weren't looking? I've got a little, yeah, we've got a little egg. Don't worry about that. We got sent the eggs, I think, by Emma's mum. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Good. Well, you can't now that you've admitted that. Now that you've admitted your girlfriend's mother sent them, you can't really review the eggs. You you have to say they're perfect. They're pretty fancy, actually. Oh, go on. So, well, they're they're, they're like they're Thorntons, so you know oh, they're like yeah. decent. Decent. It's a good class of egg. Oh, I'm 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 very happy with a Fortin's Easter egg. Yeah. Um. I think it's my first time, so I can't wait. Uh. Otherwise, just sort of slowly descending into madness. Good. I uh I've the last couple of days I've started doing the Joe Wicks uh kids kids PE lessons. How many children have you got again, John? <laughs> Zero as of yet. You know you do know that um. Joe Wicks has got a special agreement with YouTube and he can actually see you as well. <laughs> you do know that, don't you? That's why he's laughing and, so much. And yeah, YouTube and the government are making a note of everyone doing it that hasn't got a child. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what that means. Or It is but yeah. fucking is exhausting. It good? I, I've, yeah, of course. I'm embarrassed by how exhausting I'm finding it. He dressed up as a frog yesterday, which was cute. Uh, on Friday. Um, so yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I am doing I am doing most of them, but then he will do ones that are specifically for kids. So he did one where it was called it was called like the silly rabbit or something, where for thirty seconds you just had to dance, and I didn't do that one. So you just stand there and watch Joe Wicks <laughs> be a rabbit. No, like, I didn't. that's better. <laughs> <laughs> or do you just turn around away from the screen for thirty seconds? <laughs> yeah, I just stand deadly still with my arms by my side, just <laughs> looking at the screen for thirty seconds. Like a dead blank stare. <laughs> and the next instruction comes, and you're all smiles and go for it. Great. <laughs> like a. Like that's very fucking, normal. <laughs> like a robot that's depowered. Oh, I'm not doing that stupid rabbit dance. I'll just watch Joe Wicks do it for thirty seconds. <laughs> oh, well. Get out, you lunatic. Um, you seen any oh. good memes, mate? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we're at now. There aren't any good ones anymore. It's no. just average stuff getting massive, massive amounts of agreed engagement. The thing that this week I've seen a lot of is that choose your quarantine house where they just put a bunch of people in numbered houses. And they oh, say, I hate all that. But it's the same as about three months ago. They were doing it. Pick your table at school. Uh, at the canteen it's the yeah. same meme they're just saying mate i hate all of that and do you know what i hate it's like you can only keep three of these fast food chains and all that happens is all nine of them trend on twitter and you can't actually see anything else apart from oh, oh the things rubbish. that are trending on rubbish. twitter right now and as well then you go to click on it to see why it's trending and it's just full of tweets uh, from people oh. saying well, i don't know why this is trending <laughs> how i don't know how twitter's trending function has descended so far because it's <laughs> pure shite now which is why we never let this podcast trend because we don't want to be no, associated with such a bad algorithm. We refuse to let it trend. It was yeah. Lilo and Stitch was trending this morning. I couldn't work out why. Oh, it's probably like which one do you want to shag? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably some meme. <laughs> oh well, no, it's probably a Joe Wicks dance for you to <laughs> stare blankly at <laughs> the Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Well, have a nice week, I guess, mate. Yeah, well done, mate. <laughs> Stay sane. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.